Welcome to the awesome Podmex. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema." Today I'll be talking about the second episode of Marvel Studios Loki where the Marvel creates movies or TV shows they are all cinematic This episode's title is The Variant written by Alyssa Karasik and directed by Kate Heron. The episode opens in Oshkosh, Wisconsin's Renaissance Fair in 1985. A TVA portal opens and Hunter C20 and Minutemen arrive at the scene. Variant Loki enchants C20 and makes her fight her own team. Variant Loki steals reset charge and temp pads. The temp pad has a function for time door or the portal as I've described previously it also has miss minutes directory and settings option variant loki drags the unconscious body of hunter c20 along with them loki title sequence begins our loki is reading a jet ski magazine at a desk and miss minutes questions him about nexus events loki asks Are you live or a recording? Miss Minutes says, "Sort of both." Loki tries to swat Miss Minutes with a rolled-up jet ski magazine. We learn that it's Mobius's jet ski magazine and his desk. Mobius gives Loki a jacket that reads "Variant" on the back. Loki is dressed as an analyst of the TVA, just like Mobius. Loki is under the illusion that he is the only hope of catching a murderer. In the larger scheme of things, yes, absolutely, he is our last hope. But B15 calls Loki a cosmic mistake. That's brutal. The sun needs to shine on Loki and Thor again. Mobius shows a holographic presentation of variant Loki and that they've pruned a lot of Lokis. Ouchie. The frost giant Loki is L1247 in the wide shot, but in the close-up it changes to L6792. And L1247 is Loki winning the Tour de France Cup. And L6792 again is a bulkier Loki with his horn crown. These minor VFX mistakes have been there for a year on the streaming service. Mobius calls Loki a professor which is an inside joke. Tom Hiddleston was the only member of the crew who knew the character of Loki inside out because he has been playing Loki for over 10 years now. Hiddleston would give lectures to the cast and other members of the crew with a dry erase board and a marker. Even I want to be a part of Professor Hiddleston's class whether he teaches about Loki or any other thing. I am extremely interested. He even explains the difference between illusion projection and duplication casting Mobius is not concerned that Loki will have his magic back and can potentially betray him Mobius knows that Loki wants an audience with the timekeepers so he needs to comply with the TVA missions until then When Loki says your TVA propaganda is exhausting I agree with him The TVA and the gods of Asgard drunk with power blinded to the truth and those they underestimate will devour them including our Loki Together the lesser Loki and our Loki will overthrow the TVA. The timekeepers are in graver danger than they thought. That's foreshadowing. It needs to happen. It's the demand of the story and the character. Ravona Rensselaer's office design has blinders on the glass windows because she's hiding something. Even the lighting in her office is dim and focuses more on the trophies. We learn that Mobius has a soft spot for broken things. Maybe we'll learn more about it in his backstory in 
in season 2. We see a Franklin D. Roosevelt pen, which must be something from Ravona's backstory, because Mobius has no recollection of the pen. My initial thought was, what if they wiped the minds of the analyst and the hunters and the Minutemen? How else can you explain Casey not knowing a fish and Mobius's fascination with jet ski? The judge's chamber door has a hourglass design all over it. The corridors of the TVA are dimly lit, as if something shady is going on here. Mobius wants Loki to research on the variant Loki and check if they've missed out something. The stealing of reset charges is really being hammered in this episode. Loki thinks he can charm his way into getting files pertaining to the creation of TVA. If those files are classified, what was the propaganda video all about? What are you hiding, Peter? I mean, TVA. The only files he's allowed to access are his own. Loki comes across this report on the destruction of Asgard and he gets teary-eyed. No matter what, Asgard is his home. Ragnarok is an apocalyptic event with total planetary destruction. One thing that catches Loki's eye is zero variance energy. Loki has a theory, but he needs to prove it. Our Loki thinks variant Loki is hiding in apocalypses, but Mobius wants to know which one because there are a plenty apocalypses. Mobius apologizes to Loki for Ragnarok. Loki dismisses it, saying, yes, very sad. Loki explains it with Mobius's salad. His lunch is Asgard. Loki is still holding a grudge against Hulk because he wants to push the Hulk off the Rainbow Bridge. Mobius buys into the theory. Loki wants to go to Ragnarok because Asgard is his home. Mobius doesn't agree to take Loki to any apocalypse to test the theory because he doesn't want to be stabbed in the back. Mobius has studied Loki's file. Loki has literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. Loki promises that he would never do it again because more than anything else, he loves to be right. Loki and Mobius travel to Pompeii, Italy in 79 AD. Loki creates havoc by freeing the goats. Mobius is surprised to learn that all these chaotic shenanigans create no new Nexus events during an apocalypse. Hence, Loki's theory is proved right. The funny thing is the woodstopper in Loki's hand shifts from his right to his left to his right hand throughout the scene seamlessly. Back at the TVA, after tediously searching for apocalyptic events, Mobius gets Loki to take a walk. Instead, they are sitting in the break room and out of nowhere, they have a conversation about Mobius's jet ski. I think Mobius is from the 90s and he used to have a jet ski or he wanted to get one for himself. Loki questions Mobius's belief in the TVA. Mobius says, if you think too hard about where we came from, it all kind of sounds ridiculous. Existence is chaos. Nothing makes sense. Listening to Mobius, Loki proposes the theory that there's no such thing as free will and only the timekeepers and the people at TVA have free will which kinda sounds super sad. Loki understands that no one bad is ever truly bad and no one good is ever truly good. Loki brings up the part of the conversation where Mobius called him a scared little boy at the beginning of the episode. That reminds Mobius of the boy who gave him the kablooey candy. I didn't know they didn't have candy on Asgard. No wonder Loki is so bitter. And that's what Mobius said. Our Loki figures that variant Loki is hiding in Alabama's apocalypse of 2050. Ravona reluctantly approves 
approves the mission. Loki is separated from Mobius at the Roxcart Superstore in Alabama 2050. The camera zooms out to show someone watching the security monitors, probably Variant Loki. Variant Loki sets a 20-minute countdown on the temp pad. Our Loki meets and interacts with the Variant Loki. Mobius's team doesn't even help the people in need and treats them terribly. One of Mobius's men finds Hunter C20 and she is an utter shock. The enchantment transfers from one guy to B15 to another superstore worker and leaves the previous person unconscious. Loki shares his plan to overthrow the timekeepers and offers Variant Loki to join his side. Variant Loki refuses Loki's offer. Loki finally understands what Thor found so annoying about Loki. Welcome to Thor's side. Through one of the grills, the focus shifts to show the reset charge that Variant Loki is prepping to set off. C20 reveals that she gave away the timekeeper's location. Our Loki spots the reset charge and tries to gauge Variant Loki's plan. The enchantment transfers to another guy who beats our Loki mercilessly. Our Loki unintentionally helps Variant Loki stall for time. Variant Loki sets the final temp pad and it shows 1 minute 18 seconds left on the countdown. Loki asks, what do you want from me? What's this about? Variant Loki finally reveal themselves. And it's Sylvie, played by Sofia Di Martino, sporting Loki's horn crown with one of the horns broken. Sylvie says, this isn't about you. The countdown finishes, engages and initializes all the tempads at once. Sylvie bombs the sacred timeline. Chaos ensues at the TVA. The pop-ups on the TVA screens are some 23 branches. I'm sure there were many more. Ravona Renslayer sees this at her computer and picks up her baton next to the helmet that reads A23, which means she has risen up the ranks. Sylvie picks up the primary temp pad, opens a time door and waves goodbye to our Loki. Our Loki follows suit despite Mobius trying to stop him. After Loki passes through, the time door portal closes and Mobius reacts, dejected. You don't have to feel dejected. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, I'll soon be launching the awesome pod mix page on Patreon and you can support me there. Thanks for listening.